Welcome, 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 everybody, to another episode. Well, I can't even say another episode. The first episode in about, what, about five months, I think we've been, y'all? It's been a long time since I came on here. Uh, we just be talking. The podcast everybody loves to hate, but you love to see it. Um, Yeah, every episode, y'all, yeah, it's been a long time. So before we start, um, before I introduce, because it's not, <laughs> spoiler alert, it's not B on this episode. Um, B is still on the podcast, yes. He's just been very swamped with work. That's mainly why we haven't been recording, because he's been, like, super busy with work, so we haven't had to tell he hasn't been available to really record. Um, we didn't record the month of November because he was busy with work. I had finals for school, so we was getting that kind of situated. December, we could have recorded, but the job he has is kind of hectic around that time. It's like his busy month. Um, this month is also kind of busy for him, so hopefully next month or the towards the end of this month, he'll be more, like, less of a loaded work and he can, like, record. But as of now, you know, he's not available, but be still there. B, it's all good, it's cool, no problem, bro. Now, um, now I have to introduce the person that we're going to have on this episode. Um, our guest for today, our guest co-host, is my good friend, um, Zach. He go by Ziggy the Beast. Um, go ahead, Zach, you can hop in, man. Say hello to the people, bro. Tell them about yourself a little bit. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Um, my name is Zach, also known as Ziggy, uh, on Twitch and on social media, and, uh, Gold's a good friend of mine, Metal Matt uh, Work, and uh, I appreciate y'all inviting me on to the podcast, man. And uh, shout out to B. We're going to hold it down for you, bro, uh, till you uh, be able to free up. So, yes, sir, ready to get it started. All right, man. Yeah, so, you guys know now this is um, my good friend, Zach, Ziggy the Beast. Um, he also has his own podcast, by the way, guys. Um, I'll be sure to, like, hit a link with it into the, um, the description. That way, you know, we can shop and get support the bro. Um, Ziggy's Epic Podcast, you know, he talks about all kind of things on it, man, it's just, it's, it's everything, like, I think, la- like, the last episode they had was the anime bracket, you know, people that love anime, that one was funny, um, had an episode about, like, content creation starting up, like, you know, he had, um, his a guest on there, um, a good friend, um, 8-Bit, um, he's also a Twitch streamer, um, he was on, the, he was on, um, what's the first three episodes, um, Zach, I wanna say, what's the first three episodes? Yeah, so the running joke is... A-Bit is like a special guest, but he's pretty much kind of like B. <laughs> he's pretty much the co-host, but yeah, he's, he's co-host. a special guest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you ever seen those sitcoms where they kind of like, they have like that recurring character, but... They make it to the main character. The, yeah, <laughs> the intro. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of like a little inside joke we got with that. Yeah, I was saying it's a running joke. So... It's basically those two are the host of it, but it's just like they don't refer to A Bit as the host. He's the special guest, so it's just it's it's funny, it's hilarious. Um, yeah, they talk about they talk about like starting up content creation. Um, A Bit told a little bit about himself because A Bit does a lot of content creation. He has a very solid community on Twitch and um, like it's um an anime called Gundam. You know, he's very big in the Gundam community, and everything like that. Like he, you know, he's he making moves, man. He's making moves. I mean, that's the that's the big bro. Um, I'll link, we're going to link him too, bro. We're going to link everybody getting a link today. Everybody eat. <laughs> we all getting a link today. So, uh, I know y'all used to us talking about like, so, so the plan originally was for us to do an episode about the new year and everything. We say like how things are going, like, yeah. So this is what I'm going to do for new year, this and that. But considering that 2020 was so ass, like it, it was trash. So we're not even going to worry about that. We're just going to pray that it's not 2020. We don't need to do all that. So you, so you don't have any, you don't have any resolutions, bro? My resolution is to survive. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my resolution because <laughs> the way 2021 started for me was wild like <laughs> i got <Yeah>. fired <laughs> my computer blew up 
so funny joke. So about me getting fired. So my job made a mistake and put me on a list of people to get terminated by accident. The wildest shit ever. So I was out the system. So I came to work, y'all. I came to work. Try to clock in. It said account disabled. So I'm looking. I'm on the phone with my girl or whatever. I'm looking. I said, I think. I said, I think I got fired. And she's like, what? And I was like, yeah, I think I got fired. Hold up. So she's on the phone listening. She's laughing in my ear the whole time. She thinks the shit is hilarious. I said, hey, boss. <laughs> Bruh, true story. I said, hey, boss. I can't log in and do anything. He was like, what you mean? I said, yeah, my, I think I got fired. Silly. No, you didn't get fired. I said, all right, look. So he tried to log in and nothing worked. I said, he's like, oh, I know what happened. So they told me what happened, ran it down to me and all that. So I was fired. So I worked the whole shift, y'all. And got and was fired. I'm rehired now, but just think I worked two shifts and didn't even get paid for them at the time. But Wait, I'm, so, I'm kind of a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> I think you know some little you know inner workings happened behind that, but that's neither here nor there. But I'm glad you they was able to iron that out. <laughs> I'm about to say I, I'm not gonna speak on that. <laughs> you know, you know, I felt the kind of way about it, <laughs> but. You know, we back high, though. Your boy's not unemployed. I just have treasure hours at work because I get paid tomorrow. Y'all know when you get paid, you're supposed to be, like, excited and shit. I'm not excited. I'm very sad. Like, tomorrow when I get paid, I'm going to be sad. That's that's how bad my hours are now. Like, my hours are trash. Um, COVID needs to go ahead and get fixed. But Uncle Joe, you know, he working on it. He been signing executive orders every day since he <laughs> got inaugurated. What my boy's been saying on Twitter, the student loans, Joe. <laughs> the student loans, Joe. <laughs> the student loans. <laughs> Hey, I man, we, we saved all these people from uh, hunger, and I, that that's cool, but the student loan, Joe. I need the stimmies dropping, Joe. <laughs> oh, man, how they how they be, Zach, how we be saying they be? <laughs> it's the student it's loans. The <laughs> yeah, it's the student loans for me. So, wait, hold on. Let's address that, go. Why do they, why do... Why do women do that? <laughs> I don't know where they came from. I don't know where they came from. All I know is that I woke up and I saw people on Twitter saying like, "Oh, it's the such and such for me," and that was just like what it was. And since then, like around last year, like last year, they just started saying it's the whatever for me. Like it's just that's how it go. <laughs> like dog. <laughs> I don't know where it came from, bro. This shit. They be wearing that catchphrase. <laughs> it's that one, and it's the um. Like, when somebody says something like, um, yeah, you really musty. And they be like, ooh, not musty. Like, they... <laughs> yeah. being petty. Yeah, like, ooh. <laughs> not realizing that... <laughs> like, they be hitting that. Like, they be wilding. It's funny, though, bro. I don't know. I don't know. Women, women be coming up with... They, women be in their bag, bro. They be behind most of the memes, to be honest. I ain't gonna lie. Women be in their bag. I don't know. They just be tripping. But... All right, so that's enough of us catching up, you know, this little <laughs> open the band, like light in the mood and everything. So, you know, we, you know, on we just be talking, we talk about everything, y'all. It's not just one thing. I know it's been a long time since I got to remind y'all how we run things. You know, we talk about everything. It's like a slice of life podcast. Like, you just come in, be chilling. You know, it's just like, it's like a barbershop. We like, we like in the shop. We just talking. So, you know, we all, you know, in the shop, we talk about sports. So, for this episode, we're going to talk about sports. You know, we're going to bring it back to how we used to do. Um, we didn't talk about any of the football season because we did not record the episode the entire football season, which is funny in itself. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter to be honest. Like we, cause NBA started back too, but NBA, I don't know. It's just it's not good yet. It's NBA gonna be straight like around what March probably. They still like in preseason right now. 
Yeah, they didn't give us a chance to really miss them. You know how it is, like, with the offseason, then the anticipation for preseason, the offseason moves and different things like mm-hmm. that. But, I mean, they was in the bubble, like, not even, what, three months ago? And then we they back. <laughs> they was in the bubble, what, in the end of November, I want to say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm beginning of November, end of October. Yeah, like, they was just in the bubble. And then the season came right back December 22nd. Yeah, right before Christmas. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, I think that's the main reason. It's like we just kind of just went through a whole season already. So Right. And then you look at it too, Zach. You know, it hasn't been good. It hasn't been good basketball, to be honest. I'm going to be just honest. It hasn't been good basketball. Like, a lot of blowouts, a lot of, like, sloppiness, a lot of – like, some people came out, like, hooping. Some people that was in the bubble that's, like, shining, they falling back down to earth. Like, Jamal Murray, he's still a good player, but he's not what he was in the bubble. Like, in the bubble, he was a different animal. He was a different creature. He snapping in the bubble. Yeah, but it, he he hasn't tapped back into that yet. He hasn't gotten back to that form yet. Do you think that they exhausted themselves in the bubble and they didn't really have time to recuperate or – you know, like, what do you? Why do you think like some of those bubble teams are struggling? So the thing with me with the bubble thing is, I think it's a combination of um, fatigue because they play yeah. so many games back to back to back, and they just got out the bubble. And a lot of teams that are struggling, are teams that went far, like the Heat, the Heat are struggling. The Heat are not. Let uh, matter of fact, I can pull up the um. Right. I have the it heat, pulled up right now. Team. I have it pulled up right now yeah. with the standings. So the Heat, um, we haven't been. Before. Y'all know the Heat, my team. That's my, you know, my boys. I love them. You know, that's my team. But we ain't been that good. Like, Bam been going off. Like, he been – Bam yeah. been snapping. Yeah, like, Bam been snapping. He had, like, a career high 41 the other night. Um, He had a triple-double this season already, I want to believe. Um, Yeah, it's just – it's just. and then with the thing, too, with the NBA actually running normally as well, it's a lot of, like, the COVID stuff is coming up, too. Like, a lot of teams have been hit with the COVID. Like, the Wizards, for instance, the Wizards, they barely even play because they get hit with COVID. Like, they had, like, COVID protocol, like – um. Health and safety reasons for them not playing games off like for what two weeks I want to say it was a minute like they. Yeah, because uh, you think about it, look the 76ers are 12 and six they play 18 games mm-hmm. the Wizards are three and nine so that's what 12 games. Yeah. They only so they missing <laughs> like right. six almost seven games. Exactly. And now they had the whole thing where they gonna do the makeup like it's two seasons it's part one of the season, and then part two is like it's another starting period for it. And that's when they slide in, like, the games that people miss due to COVID to try to make them up and everything. So, the second half of the season isn't even made yet. It's just we just have one part of the season. We have one half of the season scheduled. The other half of the season isn't even scheduled yet because they have to – huh? Is that something that they were trying to do, uh, some, like, mid-season tournament or something like that? They, Is that what you're talking about? Okay, so they wanted to do the mid-season tournament, but that's still in the works because okay, they were talking about okay. that before COVID. What they did add this year was the play-in tourney, though, like they did in the bubble where you had the play-in game, like when um Dane was snapping with the gotcha. um in the bubble and all that. They had the play-in games. I want to say it goes until the 10th seed. So it's the eight playoff teams. No, it's seven playoff teams to lock up spots, I want to say. And then they have the 10 and the 9th seed play a play-in game. And then the 9th seed has to beat the 8th seed twice. In order to um, make it to the AC, yeah, like a playing turn. I'm not sure the exact structure of it because I've honestly forgot it because they went over it in the beginning. But yeah, I I like honestly I like the idea of the NBA having a playing games. I do like that because I think it's it adds more you know spice to the season, like more interesting storylines. Like let's say a team get hot at the end of the year. Like let's say like let's look let's look Zig. Um, let's see. Um, for instance, in the West, for instance, like the West. 
Um, you got right now you have the the Suns at the seventh seed, the Warriors at the eighth seed. Warriors and the Spurs. Yeah, Spurs and then Mavericks. Let's say the Mavs and Spurs play. The Mavs win. Boom. They gotta play the Warriors. Warriors and Mavs play. Let's say the Mavs finally start playing like they're supposed to be playing, and they end up beating the Warriors. They get high. They run. They run the table. Go. We're well, not run the table. They run the um. They they um matchups. Make it all the way to the finals off of just a playing game. Like that's that's exciting to me. Like that reminds me like football. Like you know NFL. Like a wild card team running the, running all the way up. Like run the table. Like all. Oh. Yeah, you know, like it, I find it insane. Like it's like Cinderella stories. I like I like the underdog Cinderella stories. Like you know, a team wasn't supposed to be there, but they fight and make a way in, and they continue to like prove the dollars wrong. But they end up making to the like they end up making a run. Like I, I like that. I like them storylines. Those storylines are always interesting, especially in basketball. Because basketball, you know, it's not it's four games. You gotta win four times. So anything can happen. Like basketball is like the most fair. Basketball and hockey are like the most fair like sports when it comes to like games and, and baseball. NFL, that's an any given Sunday. Like you can look at the we're gonna talk about that in a minute, but look at the we're gonna go into more details about this in a minute. But look at the Bucks and the Saints. Saints washed the Bucks two games in a regular season, like stomped them. Third game come around, the Bucks was a whole different team. Like <laughs> it, it, it happens. It happens, yeah. <laughs> like it happens. But See, that's why I love when we just talk, y'all. See, see, y'all, we, we still like – see, even no matter who hops in, we keep it the same. Because we were just talking about the bubble team. We went all the way to another topic. We better come back to the bubble. So, back to what you were saying earlier, Zach, about the bubble. I think that a lot of teams that were in the bubble that are struggling, it's a combination of, like, them being a little, like, tired a little bit, not really being in shape because they really just started playing again. They got they haven't really been able to nurse some injuries that might have been happening. Um – but for the most part, a lot of the bubble teams are doing fairly well. Like um, the Lakers are number one seed in the um in the West. The Clippers are number two. The Jazz are three. The Nuggets are fourth. Um, who else was in the bubble? The teams that are struggling in the bubble was the Rockets. But the Rockets, that's because you know James Harden wants to just wild out and not play, so they and then got traded. <laughs> right, you know, worked his way to get to the Nets and all that. And all of a sudden, Kyrie all of a sudden just stopped pouting when James Harden finally went to Brooklyn. Right, and he came back and playing. That's another story. We ain't even gonna get into so that. He today. wouldn't get traded. I'm right. Like, hmm. Interesting. We, we can get on that. <laughs> we'll get on that another. <laughs> um, let's see who else was in the bubble. Um, that was a uh, that was in the bubble, not just trying to play in. That was in the playoffs. Um, but yeah, the, the Blazers like the top five C's in. Well, actually. The seven teams, the top seven teams that are in the Western Conference were all in the bubble. The Suns went undefeated in the bubble, but didn't get to be in the playing game because of their record. The Grizzlies was basically the eighth seed until they got to the bubble, and the um the Blazers ended up taking them out through the playing game. Um, the Blazers are the fifth seed. Nuggets are fourth. Jazz, Lakers, Clippers. In the East, the 76ers, that's the one seed. The Celtics, they're two. The Bucks are three. The Pacers are four. The Nets are five. The Magic, Raptors, and the Heat are struggling, though. They are. Um, but, yeah, for the most part, I mean, it's it's been pretty – it's more like the teams that I want to say had injured players in the bubble and the ones that went far into it that were, like, also hurt. Like, the Heat, they made it far. We made it to the finals, but, like – Gotta look at the injuries that racked up in that finals though. So and then they also been having like COVID hit them too. So it's a combination of like bubble fatigue and also like the whole thing with COVID because now they can catch it more easily because they're not in that enclosed space. Like they have to travel mm-hmm. now, 
and they allow us to see their families all that's why the NBA keep tightening down the safety the safety protocols to try to like limit the spread and all that kind of stuff you know so it's it's a it's a combination of things though but I think it's more so like no training camp and freezing so that a lot of players are playing themselves into shape. Mm-hmm. That's why you see a lot of like inconsistent basketball. Like you'll see one like friends they have back to back games. The Bucks, I wanna say was it the Bucks that blew the heat out by forty? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the next game the heat won by like ten. Like it's just like that kind of stuff. Like teams getting blown out one night and then coming back the next night and winning. Like it's just a lot of, you know, inconsistency. But I feel like around like the March March years we're gonna kinda start seeing some normal basketball. Cause they gotta play themselves into shape, basically. Cause they haven't had an off season or anything really. No training camp, like talking about. Like they had a little bit, but it's a thing of playing themselves. It's kind of like football. Well, football started out kind of rough this year. It did, but it's it's gotten better. Cause now it's like we're in the playoffs. We got the playoffs, but now we're in like mid season football in the playoffs. So it's like it's been interesting games. Like the Browns been surprised. The Browns surprised a lot of people. They almost beat. They almost beat the Chiefs. They was real close. Um, the Bucks won three straight road games. Now they in the Super Bowl. We're about to get into that in a second. Yeah, yep. We're about to get into that in a second. Um, yeah, it's like it's 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 strange times. COVID has a lot of things like being strange. Like, it's a lot of strange times right now, y'all. Like it, it truly is. Like can't even deny it. It's been a lot of a lot of weirdness going on. But you know, like I, like we say all the time when we was going through this, make sure y'all continue to take care of yourselves, each other. Uh, make sure that y'all. Social distancing still, because I know people trying to say it's not that big of a deal, but it still is. COVID is still a thing. Just make yeah. sure y'all safe. Um, and think and like and like Max says on first take. Max Kellerman says on first take. I know who all watches that, but like said all the time, like my mask is not for me. My mask is for you. I wear my mask to protect you. You wear your mask to protect me. Like that's that's what it's for. It's not it's not about you. Like you gotta stop thinking it's all about you. It's more than just you. It's you. You're not just. It affects a lot of people. Like you can be fine. You can spread it to someone else. Like think of someone grandmother would touch the door and you um and cash it because you had it, you didn't know you had it. You was um asymptomatic, you didn't know you had it, you spread it out to them. Um that's someone's family member that you may have gotten sick by accident because you didn't know because you didn't care because it doesn't affect you personally. So, you know, just think about those kind of things, y'all. Like I know people be all anti mask and all this, they still do that, which I find is crazy. But you know, just continue to be safe. Now, I've been talking to Mazik, so let's 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 get to the to the football, dog. Let's get to the football. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna have you um start this one out, dog. So you know we had football season. We are about to be in the Super Bowl, February seventh. About to get to that point. Um. So now we are okay. So y'all know I'm a Patriots fan. I'm from Louisiana, but I'm a Patriots fan. We all know this. But I don't hate the Saints. That's the biggest misconception. I don't hate the Saints. I'm just not a fan. I want them to do well. Like, they do well, I'm happy for them. I'm not a fan, though. That's the thing. But my friend Zach, you know, he was born and raised in New Orleans. You know, he is a Saints fan to to the death, like, to his to over with. Um, so, I got to ask Zach. So, tell the people how do you feel about the Saints. Like, what do you think? Because we all know. Cause, so, the Saints were the number two seed in the um, NFC. They lost in the first. No, wait. Did, did y'all, who y'all played the first the first week? Who was, oh, who was it? The Bears, know. huh? Yeah. Okay, so y'all beat the Bears. Yeah. Second round, y'all went to the Bucks, and Breeze looked yeah, the divisional round. Yeah, Breeze looked terrible. So, tell the people what what you think this is the problem with the Saints. What do you think the Saints need to do this offseason? Well, my my main problem with the Saints is so we had a few things is uh, and I love Drew Brees to death. You know, I I know people were kind of tired of him because some of the comments he made in the offseason and everything, but. 
uh, in terms of just football, you know, related stuff, um, Drew Brees, I think, well, I don't say I think, I think Drew Brees is the problem um, with the mm. team. I feel like he held the playbook back a little bit. So, I feel like you, you know, it's good to have Taysom Hill in and, you know, you have the gadget plays and everything, but you shouldn't have to run trick plays to get Jameis Winston in just to throw deep balls or to get Taysom in just to throw deep bombs or different things like that. You should be able to have that quarterback that can do all that. You know, the gadget plays are cool, you know, here and there, but um, as the, I don't know if you've noticed, but you probably did, uh, as the season, you know, waned, you started seeing more and more and more of those trick plays. So it's like, man, Drew, you know, that arm <laughs> is uh, declining, you know, and Max always talked about Tom Brady with the cliff. He would have been on the money if he had if he had said Drew Brees and he made that cliff argument because there was definitely a, a cliff that Drew Brees uh, fell off of. Now, he has the IQ. You know, you can have the IQ all day, you know, but, you know, uh, it's another thing to actually deliver. You know, you might see the opening, but if you can't put that zip on the ball and you underthrowing receivers that got three steps on a cornerback, you know, uh, it's not much they can do. Right. So, and I don't know if you remember this too, you know, Tom Brady was considering coming to New Orleans. Yeah, um, yeah, they, Sean yeah. Payton said that um, <laughs> Tom Brady was the backup because they didn't know if he was coming back this year. So there was, Tom Brady was like their plan. They would say it's gonna bring in Brady if Breeze didn't come back. Yeah, you're right. I I, I read that article. I've never seen that. I was right. like, wow, that would have been crazy. And we all make fun of Tom Brady, you know, and people like to make fun of Tom Brady online. But hey, he still got zip on the ball, and he can still throw deep. <laughs> So that's the thing with Drew and uh, I want to say not having a solid number two. Like, I love Emmanuel Sanders. He's a good wide receiver as well, but he's not a number two receiver. He's a slot receiver. He's a slot receiver. Yes. I agree. Yes, I feel um, like Emmanuel Sanders is better fitted mm -hmm. in a slot. Yep. Yeah, and you remember when the Saints had the plethora of receivers? We had Marcus Colston, well, Willie Sneed, um, Lance Moore. Robert Meacham, mm -hmm. see, like, Robert Meacham was a good number two to Colston, mm -hmm. you know, and then you had your slot guys in the middle to kind of spread the field out, so, yep. I think we, I think we got some of those guys like that, you know, with, uh, you know, we got Tommy Lee Lewis, we got, uh, Harris was balling. I think Harris like a, is a good, yeah. yeah, I think Harris is a good, <laughs> if Harris, if they can get a solid number two and just keep Harris in the slot, that'll be, I think he'll prosper, I think he'll be, yeah. Exactly. Now imagine uh, even Jameis Winston. We'll just say Jameis Winston because that's more realistic. We have Jameis Winston with MT, a solid two to complement MT. And then you have your, you know, Emmanuel Sanders and your Tommy Lee Lewis's and your, uh, your Harris's. I mean, that gives us more open field to throw the ball deep, not just run slants because – we make fun of Michael Thomas for being quote unquote slant boy. <laughs> slant boy. <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of Drew Brees' fault too, because he can't throw deep. Right. 
Slant Boy is still funny though. It's hilarious. Slant Boy, oh, it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> and uh, side, sideball to that, Chasey Gardner Johnson. He go. <laughs> <laughs> That dude. Hey, I think the funniest thing, <laughs> I think the funniest thing somebody said about him was he's like a dude. You don't let kids just be in the classroom and eating crayons, <laughs> like chewing on the racing heads and just slam the desk. They said they know that he was one of them. <laughs> I know I would hate that dude if he wasn't on our team, but he's like a Patrick Beverly. Yeah. Like, oh man, he on our team. He got everybody, you know, he get everybody hype. He getting he getting people technical fouls and he getting people kicked out of games, but you you flip the table, you're like, man, I can't stand that dude. <laughs> right. So, but yeah, I think that's the main thing. I don't blame Sean Payton. I mean, he's doing the best he can with what he got, and he's trying to accommodate Drew. Um, some of his play calling is a little, you know, how he gets aggressive and he tries to overthink things sometimes. But I mean, I want to say a lot of it's Drew, unfortunately, and I love Drew, but. Mhm. I got you. Yeah. But yeah. Um. So, quick question. So, the Saints. So, you say you feel like they need a number two. I agree. I've I've said for a long time that the Saints, they've always had the number one a number one receiver that was solid for the past couple of years. They've always had a solid number one. It's just mm-hmm. that number two. They never got a number two. They have a solid slot, solid number one. But when Michael Thomas get double teamed in the playoffs and getting that's it. Like That's triple covered and all that. Like you can't. It's and and Bree trying to force it to him and all that. Like you can't do that. Like it's not gonna work. You getting, you getting bumped at the line. You got a safety on top, and then you got a. It's like all right. Because right. to be honest, the Saints. So the past four years, we know the Saints have been on the cusp of the Super Bowls. Like they should have been. The Saints should have been realistic. Realistically speaking, the Saints should have been in two Super Bowls minimum. They should have been the one. Um. When they the Minneapolis miracle, they should have won that game. That was just uh bring forward coverage yeah. by Marcus Williams because he was a rookie. He and people talk about Marcus. I'm I'm sorry, I didn't mean to hop in like this, but Marcus when they talk about him a lot, but he's actually one of the better safeties in the league. I I don't understand people hate him so much because he's actually one like you look at his like like his numbers and like what he like like you look at the numbers, he's really one of like the better safeties in the league. So I'm like the Saints defense has not been the problem really. It's not the defense. Our, our defense. It's the offense. The offense gets stale. Well, it gets stagnant in the in the playoffs. It's always been like that. Cause, go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'm just piggybacking. Oh yeah, cause like it's like Breeze age shows in the playoffs every year. If y'all yeah. notice, like he'll be balling and then he'll just it just happen. Like he just get old. That happened against them with the um, who was it last year? Um, Zach. Um. Vikings. It was the Vikings. Yeah, it was the Vikings again. Yeah, it's right. Well, yeah, that's when we had that big catch. Yeah, game. like that. He just like the offense just slowed down. Um, then the year before that was was that when the Rams was that, was that the Rams? Yeah, the year before that was the Rams. Uh, no call. Yeah, that was when the Rams. Yeah, and you know what's funny? The so we're gonna talk about this a little later more in more detail. But the game with the Bucks and the um the Packers. At the end of that game, they had a controversial call because it was a it was a right call because it was it was pass interference, but they let them play the entire game until that moment. Until and, that moment. And I fully believe that I feel so bad for Saints fans because for what I'm about to say, I feel so bad for what I'm about to say. But I really feel like the only reason they threw that flag was because of that Saints and Rams game. That's the only reason they threw it because that flag came so late after that after that play Too happened. Late. Yeah, it came so late. So I really think that the ref was thinking like. New Orleans, Rams, let's call it. 
I really think that's why they threw the flag. I I think they would have thrown the flag if it wasn't for that game. And I hate that because it's it's so tragic to have because the Saints deserve that flag because that was clear blatant pass interference and that really robbed the Saints of that game. That robbed them of that game. I know you don't win a football game in one play, but if you look at the situation of what was what was there, because yes, the Saints second half of that game the Saints did slow down. They you know they they kind of wasn't performing like properly, as like what we accustomed to seeing from the Saints offense. They they offense like looked like. Pedestrian, it was bad, but still, that one play you look into the grand scheme of that one play, they really should that game. Their game really would have turned off that one call. If they would have got that pass interference, that would have put them up by what they would have had. They would have been like, what on the five yard line, I think, could have kicked the field goal at least, or they could have, um, or they could have got a touchdown because they had Kamara. Kamara probably would have got it in at that point. So, I mean, it's still messed up, but I really think the reason they threw that flag was because of that Saints and Rams game. I truly believe that. I think if it wasn't for that game and all the backlash the refs got from that, and like all the hate they got, they would not have threw that flag. And that's wild to me. Like it's it's crazy. But I didn't mean to cut you off though, Zach. Um. So what I was about to ask you though, you said the Saints need a number two. So who you think they should get after this um offseason? Like you have you seen the um. And, and, and you can tell like the Saints know that they needed a number two because the past few seasons, remember they tried to get Des Bryant, mm-hmm. they tried to get Brandon Marshall. Yep. You know, uh, you know those two didn't work out, but it's like they they know they need another. They know they need help. Yeah, I honestly don't know. Uh, off the top of my head, I, I can't think of any receivers that are uh that are up for like uh you know like free agency or that can be moved or just grown up with their team or anything like that. Gotcha. You. you know, they got, they got a lot of wide receivers coming out in the draft. They might have to try to snatch one, you know? Uh, yeah, they can, can go early or they can try to trade up and get one. Cause I'm trying, let's, let's, well, let's look at this. Let's look at the draft. We're going to look at the draft. We're going to look at the free agents yeah. too. We're going to look at the, we're going to look at both. We're going we're gonna to view both real quick. Um, Let's see. They have the 28 pick. Correct. So let's see. Draft order 2021 NFL. All right, let's see. Okay, so the Jags have one, two, three NFL draft. Think of who who would be your prospect? Yeah, I'm trying to think. It's a lot, so I want to put. Are you you looking that up? I'm gonna name some names. Okay. You got Jamal Chase from LSU. Right. Jalen Waddle, uh, if I'm saying his name right, hopefully, from Alabama. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rashad Bateman. Devontae Smith, of course. Uh, Rondell Moore. Chris Olave. And then Kadarius Tony. Okay, yeah. That's Those like are, the. Seven. Yeah, that's like the, the, the top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Terrence Marshall is also there, huh? You said Terrence Marshall? I'm sorry. Oh. Because, you know, I think he, I think he's in the draft. Yeah. Yeah, I think, okay, I think yeah. Terrence Marshall is in there, too. That's a, he's a solid pickup, too. Um, Jalen Waddle, he should be in the, I think he's in the draft, too, or he might declare. I don't know if he declared or not. He was hurt, though. That's the only thing. He was hurt. Yeah, but, we said, oh, yeah, Jalen, yeah, that's the one from Alabama, the junior. Yeah, like, I feel like a team could pick him up, and it might be a good thing, but I think that might be a good pick. I think he can get back healthy. He's got to rehab properly. But um, let's see. So, I know for a fact that Devontae Smith is 
Devontae Smith is probably going the first wide receiver off the board. I'm not, I'm not even gonna lie. I'm pretty. I feel like the Dolphins gonna take him at three. Ooh. So that way they can reunite Tua and um, Smith. Cause that'll be like that'd a. Be that'd be cool. If they did that. Um. Let's see what other team we need a receiver. Um, the Eagles may get one. The Eagles may get a receiver as well. So realistically, they're not gonna get Jamar Chase, and they're not gonna get. Well, let's let's say they don't get. Let's say Smith and um Chase get taken off in the first top sixteen. Let's say they get taken out. Cause I feel like the Patriots might try to like get them get a get a receiver. Cause they need a receiver desperately. The the Patriots have no <laughs> offense. We need a receiver. I, I I they never draft receivers. We never draft them. We could have had Des Bryant, um and another receiver too. We did, we passed on them. I'm like we need a receiver. We need one. Like, we just need one at this point. Um. Yeah, because the Raiders, they don't need receivers. The Ravens are good. The Raiders are good. Um, the Dolphins, I'm pretty sure they can get Devontae Smith. They're they picking up Smith. I'm more than certain they're going to try to get Smith for Tua. Because um, Brian Flores loves Tua, so I think they might. I think he might try to help Tua out. He's still entertaining getting one of those one of these free agent quarterbacks, though. Yeah, they said they might try to make a move for um, Watson. Uh, yeah, I, know, I know they might move on from him, but I feel like Tua, I feel like Tua is not going to be like, the best quarterback taken in last year's draft. I don't feel like he's gonna be. I feel like Burrow. I'm mean, not. I feel like Herbert gonna be the best quarterback out that group because he just was on another level. Between him and Burrow, that's gonna be the two out of last year's draft. That's gonna be the ones you gotta watch. Hurst is also up there too. Hurst is gonna be nice because Hurst, watching him playing the games he played, he's he's looked like a way better pass than he was at Alabama because they actually got him throwing the ball to Oklahoma. He looked like he's gonna develop into a nice pass. I feel like he's gonna be in a good spot once they decide to move on from Wentz. Um. Yeah, man. I'm trying to see who they might can get. I want to say they might can get Terrence Marshall in the um in the draft. They might can slip up and get him. Um, they could possibly get um a boy from Ohio State. Um, Olave. What Chris Olave? I think it is. They try to scoop him up. Um, like they got some receivers they can try to get up in um in the draft. It's not trash. Um, let's throw out some free agent names for you. Um, let me see how you feel about these. Okay, so Allen Robinson is a free agent this year. He's unrestricted, I believe. Yeah. Hmm. Allen Robinson. Um okay. T. Y. Hilton. Um Samuel Watkins. Um we have Marvin Jones. Corey Davis. Willie Sneed is available again. Willie Sneed, I like Willie Sneed. Um Will Fuller, that's a that's a sleeper. Um he's hurt a lot though. That's the only thing is the injury. Yeah, injuries. Um, Demarcus Robinson, he's all right. Um, Antonio Brown isn't signed to the books after this season. He might not make, make it back. Them, yeah, I figured they didn't sign him to no long contract. Yeah, you know, he might not make it back. Um, Juju, he trash. Nobody wants Juju. Um, he's too busy with TikTok. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, it's like the... Huh. You would be like that, you know, when he first came out, he was kind of like, I don't know, I guess. He was about his business, seemed like. I thought he was, like, about his business, like, chilling. And then he yeah. got on TikTok and Twitch and started tripping. Hate to, you hate it. It's just trash. Hate to see it. You really do. It's, it's horrible. I thought he was going to be good, too. That boy had one. I think he had, like, what, 200-yard games since Antonio Brown left? Like, he's been trash since Antonio Brown left. Yeah. Like, he has not been that great. He's not a number one. He's not a number one receiver. I'm sorry. 
But yeah, I mean, they got some people. Though. The Saints can pick up an Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson would be a great pickup for the Saints, to be honest. That'd be, like, that'd be great. <laughs> Him and MT, side by side, that'd be nice. Like, that that would work. I feel like they, that would be a good pickup for the Saints, but the money is the problem. It's the money. Well, yeah, because Saints, uh, Saints' salary cap is atrocious right now. Yeah, because, you know, they spent all that money on um, on Camara. So it's like. Yeah. And MT. Yeah, MT guys, MT got the pay that got the bag first, and then Kamara came and got the second bag. Lattimore thought he was gonna get the th- the third bag, but that boy don't deserve the third bag. I'm sorry, Lattimore. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. Lattimore though. He thought. <laughs> he's not trash. I'm about to say he's he not trash, like, but after that rookie season, he's been declining, bro. Like after that rookie season, it's been going down. The one thing. He got the blue the blueprint on Mike Evans. <laughs> bro, he left rent free in Mike Evans' head, bro. I don't know what be going on. He clumped that boy up. <laughs> so what is going on between them two, but or what Mike Evans told him the first time they met up when he was a rookie in New Orleans versus the Bucks, but bro. he been on him since <laughs> ever since. Dog, he clamp he clamps that man. But you know, Lattimore though, the only the Lattimore Kryptonite wide receivers though. No offense to any Caucasian listeners I have. I'm not trying to be offensive, but it's legit. If he's going up against a receiver of a Caucasian descent, he is gonna get shitted on. It just happens. Never fail. Look at Adam Thielen, washed him. Who else? Eaton. Um Cooper Cup had a career game against him. <laughs> Eaton. <laughs> like it's just no matter what if he go against a receiver that's Caucasian, he gonna get like Destroyed. It's it's very crazy. Lucky uh was Welka retired. Was oh, Welka. Uh, what's your boy that uh Aaron Rodgers used to throw to? Jordan uh, Nelson. <laughs> Jordan Nelson had three hundred yards on that boy head, bro. <laughs> He'll be over with. Oh man. Oh man, that's hilarious. That man really get washed by um white receivers. I don't understand why. But I don't know. I feel like the Saints. See, to me, I think the Saints like. They there. But you see, they also think, but they said they had the rooms coming up, they might move on from Michael Thomas, too. You saw that? Yeah. I mean, they can. It got to make sense, though, because like mm-hmm. we talked about Max earlier, you know, where he, where he says you don't you don't uh, take a dollar and split it in the four quarters with, with these trades. Right. <laughs> uh, you got to it got to make sense. I say, yeah, man, because they said they might work on moving him out, which would be crazy. I wouldn't they, do that. I wouldn't move on to Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas is like, Michael Thomas isn't the best receiver in football, but I would say he is like, he's top five. I say he's top five. Well, I don't even know anymore. No, Devontae Adams, uh, Hopkins, uh, Diggs. Yes, yeah, Stephon Diggs. Diggs, Hopkins, uh, Adams. Then you got. I'm trying. I'm thinking off the top of my head right now. Uh, Julio's still up there. He just. He just. I don't know. I still have yeah, Julio, Julio up there. Oh, uh, let's see. I say Devontae Adams probably the best receiver in football right now. I would say. I, I think I, I give him the best. He's he like the best right now. So him and Hopkins. Oh, DK Metcalf. I was thinking, I was thinking somewhere on the west. <laughs> yeah, DK Metcalf. That's who. That's who we forgot about. That's what I'm um, saying. Like, 
at least this year, M- I can't say MT was uh, a top five this year. Tyreek Hill, duh. <laughs> Tyreek Hill, definitely. You're right. Tripping. Tyreek Hill. Yeah, Tyreek Hill. Duh. My bad, Tyreek. No disrespect. <laughs> no disrespect, Brad. Um, yeah, bro. Like when you think about, it, he really is like. You know he like top, yeah. he like top ten. I give him top ten. I used to say yeah, he was like top five, but now I think he like top ten. I give him ten. Then um Jefferson for the Vikings, you know he <laughs> he gonna be up there soon, bro. Give him give him this season. Yeah, actually, I think he top ten as well, Jefferson. I would give him top ten as of right now, oh, like in the league. Yeah. Well, yeah, I did, I think people were surprised. Like people was. What that dance that boy doing? He hopping the the uh, the, the gritty. <laughs> boy doing the gritty. Oh man, bro. Cause yeah, cause his cause he's, he had eighty eight receptions, fourteen hundred yards, seven touchdowns. Like yeah, he 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 had a he had a season. He had a rookie season. I give him that. That man the had a rookie said, season. Come on, Kurt. <laughs> Throw the ball, Kurt. <laughs> But yeah, bro, like top five is really like yeah, top five is Devontae, not in any order, but it's Devontae Hopkins, um, Diggs, Hill, and um who else? Those five. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like yeah, he's not top five. I say he's top ten. I say top ten. I give him like in top ten, I mean I could probably say like he's between seven and nine, to be honest. Right. Like, like seven between seven and nine. I mean, you don't I mean, I know Drew wasn't, and I know he was getting clamped, and Drew wasn't, you know, performing the best. But you can't just come to the playoffs and and throw up a goose egg, dog. And then the thing that the thing that pisses me out about the Saints is that when they lose, they always say like the fans trash, the fans don't care, they fake fans, this, this, and that. But it's like y'all didn't perform, like y'all didn't show up, so of course fans are gonna be upset. Y'all didn't y'all didn't do what y'all supposed to do, like. Then like Drew Brees' wife came out and said how like he had all these injuries, this and that. I'm like, why was he playing? Like that's my thing. That, like that goes to show you that Drew shouldn't have been playing at all. Right. Like I understand the whole thing between him and Peyton. How they like you know, they got that bond. That was you know they both helped each other out a lot. They both boosted each other resumes up. But at some point you gotta know like come on like it's time to you can't just keep being loyal. You gotta know like when to when it's like yeah. Ivory's. He's the opposite of uh, Bill Belichick and Brady. He holding on too long. Yeah, Bill Belichick cut people loose about a good two years. <laughs> Whenever Bill Belichick cut, cut somebody loose, they got two years that where they still be performing and what they perform well, at, at they um at the level they was at, and then it just drop down. It never fails. But see, man, I'm still surprised Tom Brady actually is like doing this like at this age. Yeah. Like, like the Bucks are really about to be the first team. Ever to host the Super Bowl, basically they are they it's they're the away team, but it's a home game for them. Like it's legit a home game. They are they are at their home stadium. Like that's funny. They're the away team. Right. That's that's crazy to me. Like that that is wild. But you know, shout out to the Bucks though, man, because they they did it. They they the defense came came on at the right time. They made they ran the table in the NFC, and now they about in the playoffs, and now they about to be in the Super Bowl. First home team, first so, team to have a home Super Bowl. So I think that's a good segue, go. So who do you think is gonna win the Super Bowl? Cause I got some. I, I, I'm on. I'm on. See what you say. To be honest, um, <laughs> okay. So my thing with, with th- my thing with the Chiefs and the Bucks, the Super Bowl is that 
I I would I know people are saying like the Chiefs are gonna wash the Bucks, but I watched the game that the Bucks and the Chiefs played, and upon watching it, the Bucks really were right there. They started off slow. They went down like 17-0. Started off slow, but they was like right there to come back. The only thing was that once they scored a touchdown, Brady didn't get the ball back. The defense couldn't get the ball back from. So I think that the the Bucks will win the Super Bowl. My prediction of the score is going to be 31 to 27 Bucks. It's going to come down to a last minute drive by the Bucks in the last 4 minutes they're going to score. Chiefs get the ball back around 2 about around like 230-220 left and the defense comes up with a stop and they end up winning 31-27 Bucks. That's why I, that's why I think Okay. So I ain't gonna lie. Remember what we talked about before uh, fantasy football when we were trying to pick defenses? Mm-hmm. What you say? I said the Bucks defense is sleeping on. It's a slept yeah. on. <laughs> so, <laughs> do you think the Bucks defense will outperform the Chiefs defense? Both are. Uh, so the Chiefs' defense is also underrated. They're not right. an amazing defense, the but they're not an amazing defense. But they are a good defense. They're not like, you know, elite. Like you don't look at them like, oh, the Chiefs' defense. But they are a very underrated defense. Correct. I think the Bucks' defense. I think the Bucks will be the better defense overall. My only concern is that. The help for the safeties for the Bucks. That's my the um what his name is the Whitfield kid. Yeah. That's my concern. Like if they don't have Whitfield, that's a big blow to them. Cause that's their best. That's their defense. That's their that's their best defensive back in the secondary. That's that's the best one they have. Um, I do think that the Bucks defense is slightly better because they can get pressure. And another key factor why I think the Bucks defense will be better than the Chiefs defense in the end is because of the Chiefs lost their tackle. They lost Eric Fisher. That's their best tackle. They lost him to an Achilles injury. So he won't be playing in the um, Super Bowl. And that's like, that's their lineman. That's that's the best one they have on their line. So I think that's going to hurt them as well. So I think they might allow the um, the Bucks front seven to get more pressure on Mahomes. And I feel like that's going to be the side effect. I think they might be able to get to Mahomes enough to win. And the only difference I think of this year and last year is that it's not Jimmy Garoppolo as quarterback, it's Tom Brady. So I think yeah. Tom Brady will pull it out. I think he can pull it out. And I was thinking about that and I was like, you know, we could everybody can, you know, it's, it's at the end of the day, it is Tom Brady versus um, Patrick Mahomes. Which is a great matchup because it's like it's like the old it's like the it's like the current goat against what people think could be the next goat. Yeah, old school <laughs> versus new school. Right. But then I was like, all right, I watched the Green Bay game. Mike Evans dropped a lot of balls. I won't say a lot, but he dropped a few key passes. Mm, Godwin. Uh, Godwin dropped some passes. He dropped passes every damn game. Like, <laughs> And so I'm like, okay. Then I look at Tyreek. So it's like, who wide receivers do you trust more? So it's like, I trust Tom Brady, but then I trust Tyreek Hill and the Chiefs wide receivers more than I trust Mike Evans and Godwin. Right. This is true. So 
So it's like that's why I was thinking it's gonna come down to that deep the defense and those wide receivers. Mm-hmm. They not you can't go in the Super Bowl and be dropping those passes and you know third and long and you dropping dropping passes. That's you're not gonna win. Right, <laughs> right. Like that's that's the big game. You can't be going coming up like playing soft. You gotta about your business when you go into that stage. Like that's that's the grand stage. <laughs> like you got a ball hitting you, ball hitting you all in the chest, dropping it. I'm like, mm-mm. I like Shannon Sharp. I love Shannon Sharp, but he do be like hating on Brady a little bit. I, <laughs> I think he do that just to spite Skip. Cause yeah, because he, he yeah. <laughs> I think that's what that is. Because <laughs> he was like he should. But my thing was with Brady. Like Brady did throw three picks in that game. But two of them, I don't really feel was like See, on him. The, I, I agree. I feel like one was definitely he just threw that. I was like, "What are you doing? That was stupid." But one yeah, of them, yeah. I felt like he panicked because Fournette missed the block. I feel like once Fournette missed that block and the and the um and the rusher got through, he just threw. He just panicked and just threw. He just tossed it like it was it was done. Like he just threw it. Channel his inner Brett Falls. He like man, just chunk it. Right. Like he just said, "Let me let it fly." Boom. Just go. So. I don't know, Zach. I think the Bucks gonna win it, bro. I do. I think the Bucks gonna win it. I don't know why. I just feel like they are gonna win it. If the Chiefs win, I would not be surprised at all. Like I, I really, in my head, I think the Chiefs will win. But my heart is saying that the Bucks are gonna find some crazy way to win. I just feel like it's gonna happen. Like I just think it'll be like the craziest story ever. Which actually brings us up to the next section that I want to talk about. So mm-hmm. the two quarterbacks we have playing: Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. One is already considered a goat. Like, best ever. Just out for, like, his accomplishments. Best ever quarterback. He, between him and Breeze, they wanted two in all the records for quarterbacks. They won, They literally wanted two. It's, it's no debate. So, we have him. And we have Mahomes. Mahomes, this is only his third year, third full year as a starter. And his resume, you don't really, like, people don't realize it because they know he's the truth, but they don't realize how good his resume is already. But his resume is slowly coming off, just like Tom Brady started off. Like it's, it's literally like up there when you look at it. So who you who do you think this game would mean more to, Brady's legacy, or like Mahomes? Cause I feel or like do you think like this would make Mahomes like already like a top five quarterback of all time, or do you feel like he still need more work to do? Cause a lot of people saying like if Mahomes win this Super Bowl again, another Super Bowl MVP, he already like up there in the like top five quarterbacks like. Ever. Yeah, I'm going to definitely go with Mahomes over. I mean, Brady really, if you really think about it, if Brady were to end his career like last season and this season ever happened, people would still say like Brady's like the GOAT. So I feel like Mahomes has more to prove and, you know, racking those Super Bowl victories up and then on top of that, beating Tom Brady. Um, That's definitely a another accomplishment as well. Um, but for Tom Brady, if he wins, especially, you know, one, you get to say you're the only quarterback to win a Super Bowl at home. Then, uh, I mean, how many Super Bowls he got already? I don't know, lost count. Five, six? Six. I mean, seven Super Bowls. Is That's the most all time? Nobody got more than that, huh? He already got the record. That's what I was about to say. He got the So he'll just... So I'm like, he already the goat, you know what I'm saying? So he got nothing else to really prove. So I say, yeah, Tom Brady has six. This is his exactly. tenth Super Bowl because he's currently six and 
three. Because he lost twice to the Giants and once to the Eagles. Yeah, twice to Giants, once to Eagles. So it's mm-hmm. like, what does he really have to lose? Right. <laughs> but the reason why I posed that question was because, you yeah. know, people have been saying, like, Brady was made by Belichick. So with him bringing the Bucks from being – because I don't think people realize, like, I, like the defense is a big factor why they have been winning games. It's not all Tom Brady. People make it seem like mm-hmm. I love Tom Brady, but it's really not been all him. It's been the defense. The defense has came, came along, like, well, like, over the past, like, now going on, what, 10 weeks, like, of the season. They've been, like, because after the bye week, they lost to the Chiefs bye week. They haven't, they haven't lost a game since then. They, they've, they've won since then, I want to say. I don't think they lost a game since they bye week. Um, the defense has been playing phenomenal. He has a lot of help as in weapons that he didn't have in New England. Exactly. Because my thing with the Patriots, excuse me, what you guys know is my team. I feel that it wasn't all the way Brady. It was more so the team was just poorly constructed. We had no tight ends. We had Edelman. He was getting clamped up and he was hurt. Edelman is falling to pieces as we like as the season progresses. He's falling to pieces. Um, we had no solid number two receiver. We didn't have a solid number one, to be honest. Element's not a number one receiver. He's no. He, he, that was a fake persona. Gronk was the number one receiver. He just was a tight end. That's how they. That's how they work. I'm sorry. It is what it is. Um, so he has the weapons at, um, with the Bucks, but James had the same weapons and that same defense for the most part. Like the most part, the same team. They just put Tom Brady in, and they went from seven to nine to. What, 12 and 4 they went this year? 11 and 5? They went 11 and 5, I want to say. Yeah, 11 and 5. 11 and 5, and they are in the Super Bowl, like after one season of him being there. But people saying that Belichick made him. So, like, I guess I'm, I guess people might feel as though that the Super Bowl, a Super Bowl win for Brady without Belichick would mean a lot because of the fact that he's proven that it wasn't all Belichick that made him what he is today. Like, he's actually like a solid quarterback. Kind of like the LeBron effect. Because, you know, people say, like, LeBron won the two rings with Miami, and they was like, okay, cool, but you had Wade and Boss, so that don't really count, blah, blah, blah. Ray Allen saves you, blah, blah, blah. And then he went to Cleveland and won the ring for Cleveland, and everybody's like, that ring for Cleveland means more than the rings he had for Miami because Cleveland hadn't won a, um, a championship in, like, what, like 60, 70 years? Like, uh, the longest drought in sports history for, like, a, a, a city <laughs> for the run of championship. <laughs> Um, and they end up actually winning it. And then, um, people's like, that's LeBron's most, most accomplished and most important ring. The one he got for Cleveland. The one he got last year in the bubble was impressive too, because considering the circumstance, like, you know, people say what they want, but that bubble was allowing people mentally. I know it was. Cause like you're by yourself for what, two, it was enough for like what, three months. I think longer, like what, two, three months. Just in the bubble, mm-hmm. you got to do the same thing that you can't interact with your family. You can't see your family, your kids, you know, that, that right. takes a toll on you. Like that's a lot. So that ring was impressive too, because the mental the mental toughness it took to win that ring, to me was impressive. Like no matter who won it, I would say that's impressive. The fact that they, like, won that because that's a lot going on. Like it's a lot to process mentally. Um, yeah, I took I I looked at that as, um, like when I was in the military and I didn't deploy or anything, but whenever we had missions, we had like a certain perimeter that we, uh, stayed at. Mm-hmm. for certain things and it's like okay we're gonna be here for a month um you know we can't leave um you can't do this you can't do that so it's like all right well i guess this little bunk bed me and this bunk bed for the 
next month, that's just going to be my house. So, I mean, it does wear on you a, a little bit mentally. So, I kind of related to that a little bit with that mm. bubble. And I understood. And you guys know, I've talked about, I had a whole episode dedicated to, like, you know, my, like, how I feel about mental illness and, like, my own struggles I've had with mental illness myself. And, like, people make fun of Paul George because they say Paul George soft and this and that because he was saying how, like, the bubble, he wasn't right mentally and it was just a lot on him and, you know, he didn't want to be there. So, there was this and that. And they make fun of, but I understand it because, you know, it, that, like, people don't understand how, like, your mental, you could be in peak physical, you could be in peak physical condition. But if your mental's not right, you you just weak. You 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 weak regardless. Right. It doesn't matter. Like your mental is more is more important. Than people realize like you need a strong mental. You need a strong body, a strong healthy body, but you don't need a strong healthy mental as well. Yeah, and, and people have to understand these these guys got like Paul George. He has kids, right? Yes, he has kids. Yeah. Imagine not seeing your you know for the parents that's listening. You know, imagine yes, you're doing a job. Yes, you're getting paid a lot of money. But imagine you not being able to see your kid for weeks. You know. Just FaceTime, you know. So it's like those kind of things. Those kind of things kind of wear on you a little bit. And we're not talking like adult kids. We're talking like babies, like between the ages yeah. of like 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 a one year old, um, toddlers, Tyler. like you know, yeah, like Tyler. we talking about kid kids, not like your your eighteen year old son, your thirty year old daughter. No, we're not talking about that. We're talking about like a newborn. Jason Taylor, matter of fact, he had his son. Um, they had a video of him when he got to see his son. He like broke down in tears because he was just so happy to see his son because his son is fairly young and he was just so happy to see him. Like it's like that's a lot. Like just it's a lot on you mentally. So um, I'm happy that they're doing better and they feel more easy because they get to not be in that enclosed space. I do feel like they're gonna go back into the bubble when the playoffs start, though. I do feel like that's coming. I think that'd be a good idea if yeah. the if COVID is not under wraps, mm-hmm. which I don't think it will be right i feel like they're gonna go back into a bubble format once the um once the playoffs begin because like you said i don't think COVID's gonna be that much i think it's gonna be better but i still don't know like they still don't know is the vaccine is really gonna prevent people from catching you still don't know to be honest they can say it all they want like yeah well the vaccine is gonna be great it's gonna stop this and that but what if like i already said that it had a, we have they found a new strain of um of COVID, like they found a new strain, it's it's mutated, it's evolving. Like you don't know, like you really don't know. Like and with that, that with and with that vaccine, I think it's I, I might be wrong. I'm not a you know a medical uh, person or anything, but I I look at that vaccine as the same way I look at the flu shot. You still could get the flu even if you get the shot. It just helps you fight it a little more. Right. Yeah, that's your, kind of it introduces it. it introduces the illness to your body, so your immune system can already fight it and know what to look at. They 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 know like okay, when this comes yeah. in, I know what this is, so I know how to like yeah. you know, giving your body the cheat sheet. Right. Hey, look, this one might come through. You know, save that. Right. Yeah. So that's the only thing with yeah with that virus. I don't I don't think if you get the virus, you just I'm not gonna get any more. I'm, Right. I think that's a lot of people's mindset, too. Like, I got it. I'm not going to get it again. I could could stop wearing these stupid masks once I get the vaccine. Right. That's not how that works. Nope. nope, You can still get it. It's just, if you were to get it, it it might save your life. Right. That's the way I look at it. Right. And then they got people that don't want to take the vaccine. I'm one of them. I'm not going to lie, y'all. I don't want to take the vaccine. I don't. I don't trust it. I just don't. I feel like it's too soon. I feel like they they made it too soon. I, I I don't trust it. I just don't. 
that's yeah, just when me. Rushed. Yeah, that's just that's just a, a, a me in my head kind of thing. Like I just feel like they rushed it. I don't know if they tested it properly. Like you don't know. Like it's just you don't know. It's all at this point we all just guessing and assuming. Like it's just just a bunch of guessing and assuming. Um, but you know th- th- that's the thing though. It's just you just don't know. Like they were saying like they want to get like the athletes like vaccinated and everything like that. But people look like. So a person playing a sport is more important than a normal person choosing between life and death. Like, who gets to decide? Like, just because they get paid millions of dollars to play a sport, are they more important than a person that works a nine to five at McDonald's, or someone that works behind a, a restaurant or Walmart or something like that? Like, you know. Yeah, I didn't look at it like that when people said that. I looked at it more so of. Um... It's their place of employment. If you think of it as a place of employment. And instead of being able to work from home, they're asking you to come into work. So it's like, right. hey, you asked me to play these games, so you gonna vaccinate me? Right. That's the way I look at it. And you gotta think about it. like these sports they play are like heavy contact sports, like they are, like they're heavy yeah. contact. Yeah, that that's the kind of way I, look. I didn't look at it in terms of the way that Charles Barkley said it. He went about it the wrong way. But if you think about it as a workplace. They can't work from you can't you can't virtually play basketball, so you know they still have to come in to play to still get paid and everything. So right, they're kind of risking their lives coming in to play. So exactly, I think they do qualify to get the vaccine. That's just the way I look at it. I didn't look. I didn't take it as. I was speaking from the people. Yeah, yeah, I was speaking from the way people perceived it. But me personally, I agree with you. I don't really think that that was what he was trying to see. Charles Barkley, he words things very poorly. That's what it is. (laughs) But I do understand, like the whole thing of like, yes, I feel like NBA, NFL, MLB, all those players, WWE. Yeah, like all wrestling, sweating on each other. Exactly. That's my. I was about to get to my my point. I feel like it's not that um I feel like it's not like I feel like he just worded it poorly. That's what it was. I, I feel like it's more so not that okay, they're athletes, they make millions of dollars, they should be at the front of the line. I don't look at it that way. Like not the dollar amount. Like you were saying, like the dollar amount does not matter how much money you make. Life and life life doesn't have a price and death doesn't have a price. Like it's no right. it's, 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 you can't put a price on either one of those things. So I feel as though when it comes to that whole thing with the athletes should get priority, I don't feel like they should necessarily get priority. I do feel like they're a higher risk, risk though, than um, some people, though. Like they're, they're a higher risk. because, Like an essential worker kind of, they're at a higher risk. Because think about it, an essential worker is like a hospital worker or someone that's like dealing with Correct. customers daily. You're at high risk because you're, you're interacting with a, a bunch of customers, a bunch of patients. You could easily contract it. You're in the hospital. Somebody in the nursing department or a doctor could have it and touch something. You know, it's spread around. Like, a lot of hospitals, they actually have said, like, a lot of hospitals, like, the nurses and doctors, they all rotated COVID. Like, they all have caught it at some point. Pretty much, Like, it's, yeah. it's pretty much happened. Like, I have a, I had a friend that worked at the, um, at the hospital, and she literally said, like, all the nurses and doctors caught it, basically. Like, just about, like, all of them caught it. That's crazy. So, um, like, with that being said, it's like, um... Yeah, it's just, it's just like you just don't know. Like, you really just don't know. And it's just like with the athletes, you're a lot of contact. And then the contact sports, a lot of contact. So it's a lot of sweat being involved. You're guarding people, checking them, this and that. 
it's easy to spread that stuff around. Like it's not hard. Like when you're playing sports, it's not. It's really not that hard to do. So yeah. they could be as safe as they want, but it's just like you know, it can still happen. So it's like in stadiums, you don't know who came through there. You got the cameramen, you got the security people, you got, I mean, the right. media people. Right. It's, it's, even though you're closing it out to the general public, if you just do the media staff, the NBA staff, and like maybe some of the local, you know, whatever the building staff, it's still a lot of people. Right. So. Yeah, it's just it's tough. You know, people still dealing with families. People still going out. People still stopping at the gas station on the way, mm-hmm. and all it takes is touch to touch that pump. gas yep. pump, mm-hmm. and then boom. Facts. And then Facts. I go touch a, I go touch a doorknob at the stadium, and then Rudy Gobert come behind me. He touches it, then boom. Mm-hmm. But uh. That's just how quick it happens, and I don't know. I say we weird. we've had friends, and we've had friends, and I've told you about like a couple families I know that you know end up catching COVID, and it's just because of like just random stuff. Like, we all know people that have been affected. Like, me and you both know people that's been affected by it. Like yep. to be honest, so it's like we we know like it's not hard to get it. Like even people that's like like you could like even if you just randomly go to the store and you touch the door to open the open up the store you touch something on a, on the shelf you can catch it easy like it's not hard at all it's really simple and then people have this whole thing about how we're family it's all good that's another reason too it's another thing like a whole family thing i'm like trust y'all and we fam that's yeah i'm like that's I'm giving it to you. exactly like i understand you family but it's like you like this, like viruses and diseases don't have like any like exception. Like, oh, you guys are family. I'm gonna chill out then. I'm gonna leave y'all alone. Y'all have a nice one. That's not how that works. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, it's, <laughs> that's not how it goes. Like, whether or not we're family or not, we can still be affected by it. And it's just like I don't understand people's mindset. Like, they say, "Are oh, we family? It don't matter. Come on over." And then the whole family and them catching it, and it's just like that's not mm-mm. like 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 we said earlier again. You know, it's not about yourself. You got to look at the bigger picture. It's not about you. It's about, think about other people. Like, you might not care about wearing a mask. Like, for instance, me and you, me and you could be, I could, you could be like, you were like, hey, go, come to my house. I'm like, okay, cool. And, um, and I'm like, well, I know I don't really feel safe because, you know, I don't want to, like, you know, be around y'all with this and that. You like, we don't wear a mask around here. Like, screw a mask. Like, take that mask off and all that. I'm like, but I'm wearing a mask because I don't know. I don't want to get you sick, and I don't want, and you shouldn't want to get me sick, so you should have the decency to put on a mask. It's not like about, like, I said that back, I'm sorry, let me reverse that um, scenario. <laughs> like, you like you wear a mask, and I come over and say, I'm not wearing a mask, and I don't wear one. But it's not about me. It's about perspective of the people. Because, you know, like, our views might be, contra- we might have contrasting views. Like, we might not agree on the same thing as far as, like, how masks go and all that. But it's like, it's not. It's a bigger picture. Like I, I'm not trying to protect myself. I'm trying to protect other people. I'm trying to protect myself too. But more importantly, I'm trying to make sure that other people don't go. Cause you don't know how people, who people live with. People can live with their grandmothers, their grandfathers. They can have people that's at high risk with health. Um, and you're not caring about keeping yourself like, you know, safe. That's like you're. You're not. It's not more so affecting you because you don't care. But you don't know how other people feel about it. So it's more like a mutual respect kind of thing. I look at it. Like, yeah, like, I like, 
I don't like me personally. I hate wearing a mask. I do. I hate it because it's aggravating. I wear glasses, so it's aggravating me. Y'all, y'all, y'all who wear glasses know. I know they got some masks that don't do this, but other thing. <laughs> but y'all who wear glasses know that when you walk around a mask on, you breathe too hard, your glasses fog up. It's, it's super embarrassing. It's aggravating and annoying. It happens sometimes. Y'all know this. So it's like, I don't like wearing one, but I wear one anyway because I don't want to get sick, and I don't want to get anybody else sick. And I'm feeling some. I'm feeling um bad. Like you know, it's just, it's just. I'm not thinking of myself. I'm thinking of the effects of what I could do can cause. The effects of what I do can cause around me. Like that's more, that's more so how I look at it. But I mean, we can, we can talk about that till we blue in the face, though, man. People's gonna do what they want to do anyway, you know. Yeah, if you feel like a cage animal. <laughs> you know, the cage animal. What is this? The cage animal. It's the. I know my rights. I know my it's rights. It's against my. It's against my. It's against my constitutional rights. I don't have to wear a mask. You're not forcing me to wear it. I work in retail, y'all, so I hear this all day. It's funny. Like, people be tripping. <laughs> like, nobody cares that you don't want to wear a mask, Karen. Just put the mask on. I pay my taxes just like anyone else. If you don't, if you don't want to wear a mask, then you can, you need to go to another country. You want to force me to wear a mask, you need to go to a country yeah, that allows cool. that shit. Like, all right. <laughs> like, cool. I just... <laughs> People are funny, but yeah, man, it's just it's, it's a it's it's trouble it's it's weird times right now. Then they had the whole thing with the Capitol and all that. People was going crazy. I find that so weird, though, Zach. How like all that happened at the Capitol two weeks ago, and nobody like no, act like it didn't happen. They don't care about it. It's not on the news. Nothing like it's like it's a race from history. Like it never happened. Like forget the about Capitol, it. The Capitol building got stormed, and you don't hear anything about it. You don't hear anything else about it. It's just like hmm. Cool. All right. What, what, what was, uh, how did how it go? It's the lack of press for me. <laughs> it's the lack of attention to me. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, it's like, this is, it's like it never happened. It's like, it's so weird. Like, they just don't care. Like, it is what it is. Like, oh, well, yeah, we did that. It's up. I'm like, come on now. Like, let it would have been, let, let it would have been African Americans do that. Let it would have been them storm the Capitol and do all that. Let let that would have been them. You'll be still be hearing about it right now. To like as we speak, we'll be hearing about it like, yeah, those those you know hooligans. They just went and did that and this like, those monkeys like you know it's just <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah, you man. Know my, you know what my main pet peeve with the whole storm the Capitol thing was. Mm-hmm. Was that they call it a protest? I don't. That was a terrorist attack. They stormed the Capitol. That was definitely not a protest. I don't if care you, what nobody say. If, 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 if they posted up outside the Capitol and just chanted to their blue in the face, okay, cool. You protested. Mm-hmm. The moment they broke the barrier, stormed in there, and started kicking their feet up and doing everything like just out of pocket, that's. Domestic terrorism. You can't do that. Right. Like, I don't feel like that was a pro- that was, that was not protest. They were terrorists. Not a protest, yeah. That was that thugs. was that was that was thugs. That's what you call a thug. That was a, a attack by thugs on the Capitol. That's what that was. That was not a no. Mm-mm. Sorry. Yeah, they was like, yeah, the protesters. I'm like, protesters. <laughs> That don't look like protesting to me. That didn't look anything like that. Looked like cage, cage animals being unleashed upon a city. That was what that looked like to me. 
Facts. That what that looked like. I'm sorry. That didn't. Mm-mm. No. I say y'all can say what y'all want to say, but that was not. Mm-mm. I don't agree. But you know, at the end of the day, we did what we supposed to do. We won the election. Mr. Cheeto is no longer with us. He's gone. Well, he's not gone like that, but you know, he's no longer in office. <laughs> um, we probably won't hear or see him again. So you know, it's you know, a lot of stuff that hey, he can't just ride off into the sunset and kind of what, what's that Peter Griffin meme? Go go back into the uh, the bush, the hedges. <laughs> Nah, you can't. Uh-uh. Yeah, he got a lot of things he got to answer for. There's a yeah, lot of things he needs to answer for. A lot of stuff. But yeah, he got a lot of things he got to answer and atone for. <laughs> a lot of, there's a lot of stuff still pending. <laughs> right, like Vegeta, it's a lot of things he got to. <laughs> well, yeah, a lot he of things a, he got to atone for. A final atonement. <laughs> bro, what if, he, what if he went to the front of the Capitol and did a final atonement? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Man, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Goodbye, Biden. <laughs> Even you, Biden. <laughs> oh man. Crooked, what do you call a crooked Hillary? <laughs> crooked Hillary. <laughs> the radical left. <laughs> Even you, Biden. <laughs> oh man, but. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's just weird times, bro. Hopefully things get better soon. Like, I, I'm praying things get better soon. So. The main thing, like, this probably, like, might be weird to say, but I think America has to, like, redo, like, the the system with, like, Republicans and Democrats. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like the, the class, the, I don't know. I feel like a lot of things need to be looked at. Like, yeah, I know what you're saying. I feel like a lot of things yeah. need to get like. I feel like we should not still be living off of something that was written over a hundred years ago. Or oh, it wasn't a hundred years ago. Like a long, it's been a long ass time. Let's say that. I feel like we shouldn't be. It's yeah, it's been more than a hundred years. I feel like we shouldn't be living off of things that was written like a shit long, a shit ton, a shit long ago. But we're still living off of it because things are different. Times have changed. Like the whole thing with minimum wage being seven dollars fifty five cents, that's stupid. Or seven fifty, that's stupid. Like nobody can live off of seven dollars fifty cents. We can't even live off of fifteen dollars an hour, damn near. We barely can live off of that. Shit is too high. Like it's it's dumb to even like still like go off of that. Like and then this whole thing with like how um with how the uh, I said a hundred years for the constitution, I'm tripping. But um yeah, like the, with the whole thing with like how the government ran in general, like how, you know, they say, what, like, you know, when you ascend it, you just keep running and running and running. Boom. Just, it's no, like, limit on, like, the terms. Okay. Yeah, like, you know, stuff that don't have terms like that, like, that kind of stuff is just, or like in the Supreme Court, you just keep, you just go. Like, you get, once you hold, once you hold, like, like a spot in the Supreme Court, you just keep going. Like, it doesn't stop. It just keeps going. Um, yeah, I think it should be more about the candidates and not the uh, the parties. Yeah, I like, agree. I understand having conservative views. I understand having liberal views, but they got conservative Democrats too. 
and they have liberal um, Republicans. Right. Like, it's weird, you know, it's not, the media makes it sound weird, but it's not really that weird. But I think what happens, too, is people, like a lot of people that voted for Trump, they would even tell you that they didn't really even like Trump. They voted for Trump because they had that Republican Party loyalty, that party loyalty, mm-hmm. which is why they voted for him. And I feel like that's just kind of like, all right, at this point, like, what are we doing? All right. And we talked about that before. We need to have a conversation about that before. Yeah, we, like, about how we feel that, um, you know, as far as it goes with, how we say this? As far as it goes with, like, parties and all that, like, people don't, because, like, you know how people say, like, if you vote for Trump, you're racist. Like, a lot of people be saying that, like, you vote for Trump, you're racist. I necessarily, I know this might sound controversial, whatever, but I don't feel like if you voted for Trump, you're a racist. I don't assume that out the gate. I just feel like you may have been loyal to that party. Like, don't get me wrong, a lot of motherfuckers that vote for Trump is racist as fuck. Trump is racist as fuck. We all know this. But he, some people... He said he's the least racist person in the ring. That's fake news, as he would say. Um, and I was like... And I was like, so you still said you're racist. Right. He just said he's the least racist out of everybody. He, I'm still racist. I'm just the least racist out of all of them. But I feel like some... Right. Like, like you you still said you're racist, but cool. Right. But I feel like a lot of people just, like you said, like, vote because it's just their party. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, even Democrats. Like, sometimes Democrats are tripping, too. And, you know, oh, like, it's it's more like a... I just wish that the whole thing with the the party system was more, like... Of I believe this, you believe that. Boom, we ain't worrying. We, we ain't worried about that. We gonna be we gonna be beefed out between that. It's a bunch of old people that's out of touch that's arguing about things that say, well, when I was their age, I lived out for this. We don't need to give them money. We don't need to do this. When I was their age, we did like that was a hundred years ago, Karen. Like it's not no, it don't it don't apply now. Like things are different. It's just I don't know. I just feel like they need to like revamp how we. We still need to be a democracy, but I don't feel like we're a democracy. Oh, I feel like course. I don't feel like we're a democracy. I feel like we're like a fake of we're a, a dictatorship disguised as a democracy. That's how I feel. That's what how I feel like we are. To be honest with you, I feel like that's, I feel like that's like the most accurate they way to. Put who they want in either way. Mm-hmm. I feel like they, well, what they want to do, they they'll find a way to get what they want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I feel like the electoral college needs to be looked at again too, because I. Like that's weird too. Like it's how you can win a popular vote and still lose. Like that's still crazy to me. Like it's just a lot of things. They, do. they have to. They got to look at how they. You know these politicians deal with media because that, that stuff's dangerous. For for you to just strictly say that's not true, that's fake news, and then this becomes like a whole nother you know situation. Like no, we we heard you say this statement. X amount of times we have you on record saying it, and you just not nah, fake news. I didn't say it. Right. And then people are so like, people are so like brainwashed by like this whole thing about celebrities and like this and yeah. that. Like people say things, they be like, "Well, my president said this. This my leader. This and that." Like people really don't have a mind for themselves when it comes to things like that. They literally say like, "Well, my president said this, so fuck you." Like that's pretty much how they how they go. Like that's that's. How a lot of people like view things and all that, um, and if you have, and then like you have a contrasting view with somebody, like they get offended by it. It's just like, 
there's no common ground. It's either like we get what we want, or you, oh, uh, I'm gonna say what I want. You gonna agree with, or you just shut up and don't talk to me. That's pretty much how people look at it. It's so you against like, us? I'm like, can I disagree? We can't. Like it's a thing, people. It's a thing called agreeing yeah. to disagree. That's a thing. Like agreeing to disagree is a thing. And I hear you, but I don't. I don't. You know. I accept I how you feel about what yeah. you're saying, but I don't agree with it. But I accept and acknowledge your feelings about this you about feel, this topic. I, I, I even see where you're coming from, but I just I don't align with that. Yeah. Exactly. Like I see your point. I understand your stance. I don't agree with it though. But I respect I respect and I understand where you're coming from. I truly do. I just don't feel that way. That's the thing. Yeah, so and it's fine. That should be, that's the thing. People don't know that's the thing. People really don't know that. That's a legit thing. You have to either agree or you have to disagree. You can't agree to disagree. That's how people look at it. And I'm like, you could really, like, I could say, like, friends, we talk about anime all the time. We talk about anime all the time. Mm-hmm. I could sit here all day and say that I think that Naruto is not that good of an anime and I think it's overrated and I think Sasuke is trash. I could say those things as much as I want to because that's how I feel about it. You, on the other hand, you can come out there and say, well, I think Dragon Ball Z is the best anime ever. Um, I think Sasuke is the best um, Cole protagonist ever. And I think that, um, Na- I think Naruto is, um, let's see how I put it, Naruto is a great story. Like, you can, you can say that. I might not agree with that kind of thing. You know what I mean? You argue all the time about um, anime. Like the whole thing with, Sa- with Sasuke, cause I don't like I don't like Sasuke. Like Sasuke is cool, but I just think he was a bitch. I do. You think Sasuke was the goat? I, I think he was the goat, <laughs> and I just think he just. I mean, you when you when you think about what happened to him as a kid, it's just like I can kind of see why he went off on the deep end. Imagine if your whole family just get wiped out, and you think your brother did it, cause you you kind of saw him do it to an extent. That kind of would mess you up a little bit. <laughs> it would. It would. So that's what I was like. You know, kind of sympathize with my boy a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, man, you know, it's just, you know, yeah, it's, that, it's, that's a, it's just a, a whole other discussion. When, whenever you and B bring me back. Whenever, man, whenever B come back, we going to have, we going to start. So, <laughs> y'all, let me, so we about to call this episode to a close. Because I was like, we've been gone for a minute, man. We'll be up here talking all day. Like, we we hey, talk bro, like an hour. We, that's what we do, bro. You know, we, you know? we just be talking, bro. That's why I told you. That's how the, I, now, when y'all ask me, when people ask me, y'all out there listening, when y'all ask me, why the podcast call, we just be talking. Because we literally just be talking. Like, we just been here just having a conversation. We done, we done talked about sports. We done talked about life. We talked about a couple funny stories. We 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 just be talking like it just it just flows. It's just natural. Like when you come on here, you a guest. Come, we gonna start having guests this year. Like that's the thing. Twenty twenty one, we just be talking doing different stuff. We about to have start having guests. Hey, yo, that's the New Year's resolution. Yeah, we about to start having. We about to start having guests. We about to start having um more topics. We gonna start talking about like things that like like we just like enjoy. We gonna talk about life. Like we gonna we gonna expand on what we had going on. We gonna upgrade some graphics. We about to we about to do some things. We just gotta. Get B to get free from his job. Free B. Um, that's the name of the episode. Yo, free B. Y'all heard it. <laughs> y'all heard it here live first. Mo, we get new graphics. We get more guests. We get more topics. Oh yeah, we gonna, yeah we can guess. Yeah, we gonna start bringing first. guests on. Yeah, we about to we about to start getting it going, bro. About to say we gonna we gonna we gonna, we gonna get. A, I'm gonna throw another one in there. We gonna get a live podcast. Ah, <laughs> uh, the live podcast. <laughs> Just chatting. We gotta wait a few for the live podcast, y'all. We gotta wait a few for that one. We got the. I tried, yo. I tried, yo. 
I try to put his feet to the wind. <laughs> we gonna have to work on that one a little bit. <laughs> the the live podcast will be dope. I want to get to that point, but it's just we still gotta work on a couple like things like a location. Um, I'm gonna have to get a better mic. I have to get like a better mic because the mic I have is like it's omnidirectional. It's not omnidirectional. It's just gonna be. It's just like my. I have to get like a, either a second mic for B or I have to get a new mic to can pick everybody else. So. We want to get to the live podcast. Yeah, we're gonna to get to that point of this. We trying to, we trying to get there. It's just, you know, it's a process. You know, it's a trust the process. You gotta trust the process. Yeah, that's all. But yeah, man, we about to start having guests and everything. We about to, we just be talking. We gonna be doing better, bigger and better things this year. This is gonna be a, a good year for we just be talking. It's time to take it to the next level. So like, you, you the first, you the first guest. Hey, Zig, you made history, dog. You the first guest ever. On we just be talking. You, you are the first guest we've ever had. W J B T community. <laughs> you know, people like to use acronyms to make it sound cool. <laughs> B actually refers to use the acronym. I just say, bro, I, I don't be feeling like saying that when I'm doing the introduction. I just say the full name. Cause you don't know, you don't know people are first time listening. I could be saying like, welcome to the W J B T podcast. They'd be like, what is that? Like, y'all radio show? It's not like a radio. It's not like a radio show. That's why I'd be like, ah, I can't say it like that. I abbreviate when I'm telling people about it, but I always say the full name of just introducing it. Understandable. But yeah, we're gonna we gonna we gonna work on the live podcast, y'all. We're gonna work on it. The main problem is location. That's to be the big the big issue, location. That's the big thing with that. Um the guest part of it, however, we gonna the guest part will become easier. That's not gonna take long. We're gonna start getting the guests in like more frequent. I feel like if we add more guests to the to the podcast, it'll bring more like flavor to it, like, you know. Instead of just having it's just instead of having me talking and be wilding, we can have somebody like come in and like, give a you know contrasting view on things like you know we have a third person hop in. So, you know, besides y'all might see me on Zig podcast. You know, we might I might hop in, we might talk about something. You know, so you know we'll hop in. You know, we'll discuss some things. You know, it'll happen. But I think we're gonna call it right here for the day. It was a good a good welcome back episode. I wish B could have been here, but you know things happen. Free my dog B, man. <laughs> Free B, bro. Free B. Um, so with that being said, y'all, we're gonna call this episode to a close. I would like to thank my guest co-host, um, Zach Ziggy the Beast, for joining me today. You know, it was a pleasure to have you, dog. You know, we're gonna have to sure. definitely definitely bring you back again, bro. We're gonna have to when we get to the anime topic, we're gonna talk about anime too, because I feel like oh, I feel like anime, bro, like that, I feel like it's still a thing people need to talk about because I don't think people realize how it was hard growing up with anime. So I want to bring people, I want to have an episode we sit down. <laughs> I even bring Abit on that episode. We all sit down and talk about how people like, I thought anime was the weirdest shit ever. It was lame. It was trash. Cool. Now you see all these oh, people man. like, yeah. Now you see all these celebrity mega stallion, all of them watching anime. Y'all like, oh my God, anime's so cool. But y'all know how it was back in the day. Anime was tough back in the day you were watching. Like, you got to secretly watch yeah you had to watch in the secret like you had to watch sports and talk about that with your dogs at school but you had to watch the anime like in private where nobody knew you was watching like it's tough but that's gonna be another episode for another day might be the next episode y'all don't know because we never know we're gonna do on this okay. we just talk we just pop up um but that being said we're gonna call it up to, to a close appreciate you again zach for um hopping in bro um again sure. you know my boy zach he got a twitch channel we're gonna link that into like the description for the podcast um we're gonna also link his link to his podcast which is also on his twitch channel um, he does it every, you say every Monday, Zach, I don't want to tell people every Monday. Yeah, uh, every, it, it was every Monday, but now that Izzy is getting ready to start softball, it's going to be every Wednesday. Gotcha. 
Got you, got you. But yeah, appreciate that though, man. No problem, man. No problem. You know, we gotta grow communities, bro. We gotta mesh together, grow communities, all that. So my dog yes, will sir, be sir. having the podcast on Wednesdays now. It's still seven o'clock central. Yep, seven o'clock. Same Wednesdays. Wednesday, seven o'clock central on his Twitch channel. I'm gonna link that to the description. Um, he also has it available on Spotify and Apple Music. Don't you have an Apple Music too? I believe. It's Spotify. It's, yeah, it's on every mm-hmm. every it's on every platform. So we just about so we gonna link all that in the description for you. Just as this show, we'll I get the links for my dog. Make sure I got everything typed up right. And when we drop this episode, all that'll be in the description. Um, again, I appreciate everybody listening. I know it's been a long time, so y'all might see this pop up on social media. Like, damn, they still do this. Yes, we still do that. We never left. Um, it's just you know we have to be on a quick hiatus, but we never quit. We never left. So with that being said, I will see you all next episode. Y'all be safe. Continue to take care of yourself and each other. And we will see y'all later. Peace out.